0: Good evening. Welcome to Dare to Share with Misty Lane. Oh my goodness, it feels so good to be back, you guys. <laughs> I feel like I've been out forever. It's just been wham, bam, one thing after another. Um, since the 11 days I spent in the hospital with my mom, we had to cancel some shows and then we got hit with this winter storm. Um, Still don't have much running water, no toilets are flushing, it, it, you know, nearby areas and and uh, we're having to fill the back of our toilet up with water to get it to flush here. But we have a little bit of pressure um, ha- under a boil notice and everything. But the ice has melted. The sun was out today. Um, I think we're supposed to have one more freeze tonight. So I think we're going to be back up to our normal 60-degree weather, which is crazy because <laughs> we that's what we're used to. That's what our winters are, 60-degree weather. So Um, Being down in the 20s has been quite the run for us down here in Southeast Texas, Southwest Louisiana. Thank you for all your prayers. But everyone around me is safe. We're okay. We're warm. We have power. Um, As far as I know, all my kiddos have power. There were periods of time where they did lose power. But as far as I know, um, right now, currently, we're all on, we all have power. All right. So let me give you a quick little, um, Medical Minute with Misty, a quick little update. I am now down 36 pounds. Um, This week's been slow because I haven't been very active. I haven't worked so much because we were closed down due to the storms. Um, So I haven't lost as much this week, but I am still losing. So I'm grateful for that. Um, My mom is doing well. Uh, Update on her. She goes for her third round of chemo next week. So if you'll keep her, keep Nona in your prayers for me, please. I would really appreciate that. Um, She's knocking down three out of six, so I'm really proud of her courage, really proud of her attitude, and and she's doing really great. And I want to give a special shout out and thank you to our dear family friend, Linda Campbell, who has been here for two months helping me take care of my mom. She's been a live-in caretaker nanny, best friend, uh, just everything, and I just thank you, Linda, for that. We love you. All right. A little bit about me. I am the best-selling author of the book, What Goes Up. You can find that at any of your bookstores, Walmart, Target, Amazon, or you can go straight to my website, MistyLane.com, and get your own autographed copy mailed straight to you from me. Um, this book is an account of my life. It's overcoming your worst to live your best. I, I believe there's helpful tips in there for people that are that are just down, people that have been through adversity that maybe have a shameful past that they're not you know, that shame is is holding them back. They're letting their past rob them of their future. Um, I went through all that, every bit of that. And it took a long time to be able to look myself in the mirror and be honest with myself about who I was, the things I've done, and um, get a grasp on what I want to do with that information. So um, that book will help you. It's a good gateway to help you get through some of those steps. There's a, even a workbook section, Cope Equals Hope four-step method to help you release some toxic shame because I do believe writing is what saved my life so I'm always uh, ready and and willing and able to help people um, learn how to use writing as a tool all right you guys let's um, talk a little bit about we already have so many comments oh my goodness I'm a little bit behind getting on all this you guys Um, so our guest tonight is someone that I met um, I believe it was right around this time last year in Chicago at Lauren Harris's house She's a a really incredible, dynamic personality. I really enjoy talking with her. She has started a podcast, "A Breakup Is a Wake Up," and it's very popular. She has lots and lots of followers, building her following every day. Um, Has a lot of great information. I saw on her page, she's even got some uh, video, self-help videos, and some tips and guides to help people get through some situations and learn what they can, how, how to utilize that breakup and make it a wake up. So without further ado, you guys, let's bring on Miss Self-Love herself, Charmaine Floyd. Hi there, lady.
1: Hey, how are you, Misty? Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate you, I'm excited.
0: Absolutely, I can't believe we have Miss Self-Love in the house,
1: what? (laughs) I'm happy I'm on this show, I'm so happy, and congrats to all of your achievements and everything you've been doing.
0: Thank you so much. So right off the top, just tell us real quick. um, So the name of the podcast is A Breakup is a Wake Up. How how do the listeners get to you? How do they find you?
1: Yeah. So they can go to Spotify. They can go to iTunes on Apple Podcasts. They can go to Anchor. They can go to Google and type in A Breakup is a Wake Up Podcast. And they can go on my website, com and also find the podcast from there as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Well, Miss Self Love, we always start off dare to share with Miss Elaine um, with a positive note. Then we're going to kind of back paddle a little bit and talk about some of the painful parts of, of your life. And then about halfway through, we'll start digging back out of that hole. And you're going to teach us and, and give us some valuable lessons about how you used your. Your bottom part to not bottom part. Oh my goodness. How you use your bottom to uh, help you rise above some of your adversity. But we always start the show, Miss Self Love, by, by having the guests talk about their biggest accomplishments, things they're most proud of. Um, you know, just for like two minutes, two to three minutes, I'd like for you to just take the spotlight and kind of shine, if you will.
1: Yes. Thank you so much, Misty. I appreciate you okay so it's a lot of things um number one i'm a mom i have a 13 year old son i've been parallel parenting successfully for the past 13 years which is something i would like to talk about later on the show i've also have i just came out to the ago. i've been working 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 that's the main spotlights for me so i have launched my digital detox from your ex training which help people which help people get over breakups and back to self-love again so i'm really excited about that. I've also, I have now 70,000 downloads on the podcast of people listening to a Breakup is a Wake Up podcast. Really excited about that. I am going to, I'm on Clubhouse now, which is a huge highlight with Miss Manifest. And tonight, every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, we have been getting a whole bunch of value in the room so i'm really excited about that and i'm just excited that my birthday's coming up and i'm here i'm able to celebrate it this year and relax i've been taking a lot of one-on-one clients so now it's time for me to pour into my own cup and let my clients utilize the digital training and it's just so much but that's you know that's really the big highlights right now so thank you for letting me share that misty i appreciate you
0: well, that's that's awesome. That's a lot going on. And I have to say, I'm really honored. I'm going to share with the audience what you shared. Well, I'm going to let you share what you shared with me last night about my episode on your podcast. <laughs> I'm excited.
1: Misty is a powerhouse. People love her. So out of all of the interviews that I have on my podcast, she's had the most listens. Misty is literally a power freaking house. Like... <laughs> They love her. I'm like, they love
0: her. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's, that makes me feel so happy. Thank you so much. That's a great honor. All right. Well, let's start getting into your story a little bit. And you guys out in the audience, hang on one second. Let's just recognize everyone here real quick. We've got Linda Campbell here. Caroline, hi, lovely. Tamara Washington's here. Um, Caroline Burson, Shannon Green, uh, Wilson Sam, Lori Crosby. Uh, let's see who else we have on here and a lot of the people that are on I can't even see because this this platform goes to 800,000 different screens so we've got Amazon Prime Roku they're all over but this is just the people that are live right now with us but you guys in the audience if you have questions for miss self-love along the way um, that's what she's here for she's here to teach us and educate us and, and bring awareness so please just come right out with it and ask questions, and um, we'll we'll find a place to, to fit that question in during the interview. Okay. All right. So let's just start right off the bat. Let's talk about Miss Self Miss Self Love's childhood. Uh, although you don't look much older than a child right now, you look pretty young to me. But uh, let's talk about growing up. What it was like. Where you grew up. Wow, Missy, this is the first time I'm talking about my childhood in public.
1: There, very... <laughs>
0: It's dare to share. About
1: my childhood.
0: It's dare to share. That's what it's all about. It's your own (laughs) comfort level.
1: Thank you. No, I'm go all the way. So, um, definitely, I grew up in New York City. Uh, My parents, they were married, and then I have a brother, and we had a cat. So when I was four years old, my mother she passed away to sickle cell, and um, that was that was devastating. So I grew up with my father and he is amazing. He he was amazing. He passed away when I was 18. Oh so goodness. I pretty much yes, I raised myself with my brother. Um the childhood was amazing. My father did so much for us. Um he made us have so much fun. Um he's a great parent. You know, I had a definitely strong male figure in my life. So my my childhood was beautiful.
0: Did your dad remarry?
1: Hey guys, we're on a quick break. It's me again, Miss Self Love. Don't forget to text self-love to my free self-love text message community at 347-572-7350. It will help you with daily self-love text messages when you're going through your breakup blues and you need to remember who the fuck you are. So text 347-572-7350. Now on to the
0: episode nope
1: he did not want to get married again did not remarry no Mm -mm. okay so who
0: who took over as that kind of motherly figure in your life Did you have a grandma around or auntie or
1: well i i had my aunt around but around that time i realized later on that my father kept us away from a lot of family members because during that time a lot of um you know epidemics were around like the um crack epidemic and things of that nature so he didn't want us around too much family members he kept us safe. So I know Misty, but I
0: Oh <laughs> well, I fell right into that one.
1: <laughs> right. So it's okay. And you talked about it on my show. So he didn't want around too many family members. So, you know, he kept us um safe and close, and, and just, you know, beautifully away from all of that. So it you was just a pretty like,
0: pretty happy childhood growing up, it sounds like. Right.
1: Amazing. I was very happy, Yes. Yeah.
0: Tell us about the first time Miss Self Love fell in love or what you thought was in love. Even if it was like your fifth grade puppy puppy love crush. Tell us about that first time.
1: The first time? Oh, well, then I guess I was nine years old, the puppy love crush. You know, um, it was cool. He would call the household. My father was like, Oh, you don't have a boyfriend or whatever. And then, you know, I was really smart in school. Like I studied a lot really hard. So what happened was I ended up just, you know, like coming and he ended up getting jealous of me. That was like the only boyfriend I had that was jealous of me. But I was doing so great and he just ended up being jealous of me and then he dumped me. So (laughs) that was what
0: (laughs) So you were outshining him.
1: I was outshining, well, that's what I do, you know, naturally, I'm an Aries woman. So
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, girl. That was
1: the first one.
0: (laughs) All right, so let's talk about um, your next relationship or, or the first kind of semi-serious type relationship where you really thought you were in love. You were a little older and really thought you were in love.
1: Yeah, that one, I was 15 years old. I had my, my first boyfriend. Um, you know, it, it was love, but he ended up, you know, he was doing some illegal substances in the streets and he ended up going to jail, but it was a great relationship while it lasted. I mean, we went out, he bought me things. He, you know, that was so serious. That was like my first love. Um, but he ended up getting incarcerated. So. Is
0: that, that was, what broke, well, is that what broke you apart? him? Being yeah,
1: that's what broke us apart. He was in there for a little while, for a few years, he ended up getting tied down. So that was my uh-huh. first serious relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. So what about the next one? Let's talk about that.
1: The next one was my father's, The next serious, serious one, my father's child, my uh, child's father, that lasted for a long time, for six years. And, um, you know, it was cool. The relationship was great. It ended up being a lot of verbal abuse. And, you know, when I say physical abuse, it's kind of like I was getting shoved around and things like that. And emotional abuse, he was very um, controlling. Yeah. So... That ended up, that ended up, I ended up, we ended up having my son and ended up breaking up. Just a whole bunch of different stuff happened. We still parallel parent. That's why I'm successful at parallel parenting. That's one of the things I talk about in my program, the digital detox from your ex program, because I've been parallel parenting with him for the past 13 years. So, you know, we still do that, but um, that relationship, it was, it was nice, and then, then it wasn't. It was
0: good and bad in that relationship. Yeah. Well, did you find yourself being that the kind of person that would always, okay, let me back up a little bit. So, like, you know when you get in an argument with someone, there's always that one person that even even if you're the one you feel like you weren't at fault, you just you want the peace so bad that you just give in, you give in, you give in. Were you that person, or were you the stubborn one that wouldn't give in?
1: Yeah, I was definitely a person with no boundaries. I was always the one apologizing, and I had no boundaries. I did a um relationship test, and it said that I'm the empath in a relationship, which explains a lot. So yeah. I was definitely giving, giving, giving. Takers have no limits.
0: And what, what do you feel that that kind of mentality, what kind of harm did it bring your way? What do you th- feel it did for you in your lifetime?
1: Ha- well, it caught... At the time, I didn't know I was in any toxic relationship. I didn't know it brought me any harm. But um, now looking back in hindsight, It, as far as harm is concerned, well, I mean, I just got bullied around, I, you know, um, especially that relationship, I was bullied around a lot. But it really, you know, it really brought me here, all of those relationships, like all of those relationships I ended up in really brought me right here. You know, I didn't really see the harm until I looked back how harmful those relationships were to my mental health and my self-esteem and things of that nature. So,
0: Right. Tell us, tell us about your, your, your biggest heartbreak, like really dropped to your knees, <laughs> devastating. Your heart is aching and what caused it and, and what led up to it? Kind of bring us through that journey.
1: My last relationship about three years back, that literally brought me to my knees. That brought me here. That relationship did not have any physical or verbal abuse, but it had other abuse, emotional abuse, manipulation, cheating, lying. So at the time, I did not know that was a form of abuse. I did not know cheating was a form of abuse. So I was just accepting it. I was like, oh, this is what men do. This is, you know, at the time I was watching different reality TV shows and yeah. that was going on. On the, I was like a reality TV junkie. So all of that was going on in the reality TV shows, lying and cheating. So I'm like, all right, this is what's supposed to happen in relationships. So I'm accepting it, you know, I accepted my role after a while as the main chick. There was a lot of things, I, you know, I saw red flag since the day one of that relationship. And you know, there was a lot of things that I didn't tell anybody that I saw, you know, and I just kept it to myself. So whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, um, I whoa. accepted my role. Hold on, you can't say stuff like that on Dare to Share with Misty Lane. Because <laughs> this show is all about daring to share and being transparent. But now that you put it out there, Sister, you're gonna have to come clean with some of it. No, no. In all seriousness, you know, honestly, uh, Miss Self Love, this this show, my true desire for this show is is to allow people to to see that they're not alone in their pain, to allow people to understand that no matter where we've been or what we've been through, that we can all overcome our worst and rise up and be something better. So, in sharing some of these painful things, or some of these shameful things, or some of these Um, things we're most angry over. It just allows us to know we're not out there alone in our feelings and in our choices. So if you are at a comfort level and you're daring and willing to share some of those things you just spoke of, I would love for you to bring it out on the table right now and let's, let's just get it out there and see if the audience can relate to it. And if they have any questions around it.
1: Well, you know, I went on. um, Okay. So all the way back in the beginning of the relationship, I ended up getting the password to his phone so here I go, you know, doing what I do. And so he had uh, um he had some stuff in on Facebook where he would flirt with girls all the way back at the beginning of the relationship, like few months in. Then he had um then he had a whole letter to his he had um one of his one of his female friends write a whole letter to his ex, like his high school ex. And she didn't respond. He was just literally flirting through that whole relationship. And I just literally left it alone because I'm like, you know, I'm accepting my role as the main chick. I really didn't think he was sleeping with anyone, you know. So I left it alone. I didn't think he was sleeping with anyone. But it was just, <laughs> thank you, Lori. Oh, I'm just reading some of the comments. I can see. But... Um, <laughs> I really didn't think I was sleeping. Hi, Lauren. I really didn't think that, um... Hi, Lori, that's right, Queen. I'm sorry, can I read the comments? Am I supposed to be doing <laughs> that right Oh! <laughs> hey, Lori, we're going to be on Clubhouse today at 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon, for the hearts and the prayers. Thank you so much. This is really a deep show. Misty go all the way in your crack, I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> right. See? <Well. laughs> It's it's to help people, you know. I'm not just being a nosy little, you know, biatch. I really just want to help people here. <laughs> I got my own stuff. I don't need yours too. But it's really truly to help other people. <laughs> but um,
1: what was I saying? Yeah, he um, he wrote a had a whole letter written out to his ex. And all this stuff like that. And I was just like, what and, and I confronted him about some things of some things I did that I confronted him about. And he would just brush it off and just be like, Oh, lay down or whatever. And I'm just like, What the heck? So I saw science since day one, honestly. I've never told anybody about those things. So
0: <laughs> You think that you you didn't tell people because you felt in your mind you should have been smarter? No, oh, yeah. Than that? Oh yeah, um, embarrassment. Mm-hmm. I have I have a quick story I have to interject here. And it's just so real and so true. Okay. I was married. My first husband had a drinking problem. Well, he had a quitting problem. Whatever it was. Um that's my two daughters dad and um he, you know, we went through some some periods where there was a lot of verbal abuse, emotional abuse and some other stuff. I mean, it wasn't a perfect marriage on either side. But I remember one day, my oldest daughter, Lauren, was probably about second or third grade, and he and I had gotten into an argument, and he just belted out some verbally abusive stuff, and I was just, I was cooking dinner, and I was so mad, and he walked out the door, and I turned around to Lauren, and she was in the kitchen with her little push buggy doll thing, and I said, don't you ever let a man talk to you like that. And she looked up at me with those big blue eyes and she says, well, mommy, why are you letting daddy do it then? And I'm just like, what the what? You know, it's like, who am I and why am I allowing this? And then telling my kids to not allow something that I'm sitting here showing an example that I'm allowing. And it was like, I was too ashamed to admit to the world that I was allowing this. Like, I didn't want to tell people how bad it was, because then I look stupid for staying with him. You know, mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit. You know, I know you have a lot of experience on your show and your podcast. With, talk a little bit about that, about like, what is that in us? That Where does that come from? Is that a natural thing? Does everybody feel that way?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I do want to take it to another angle. I talk about on my podcast all the time that people stay in toxic relationships for long periods of time because they're embarrassed about breaking up about all things that they told other people about this person, like I'm a rat guy for this person we're not get married and <laughs> people stay in these types of relationships for so long because they are embarrassed if the breakup happens like breakups are embarrassing especially for women because we feel like we failed we feel like we couldn't keep a man happy you know and so it's just really embarrassing for breakups to happen for women so we hold on hoping this person will change just because of what we told people on the outside while in the inside we're dying you know so i tell people to stop that stop that mess stop it because really what matters is you nobody really cares about you the day, like you said you got your own stuff you know people have their own problems so, you know, mm-hmm. people have their two cents about whatever happened in your relationship and then they'll be done with it. So you're saying living your life in its toxicity for so what? Nobody's going to think about it two seconds later after
0: it's over. So right. anybody there in the audience that can relate to this, I'd love for you to chime in and give us a comment or two or ask some questions around it. I know we've all been there at one point or another in some relationship along the way. Um, I just, you know, I, I really encourage transparency. I, I just encourage People to step up and and stop being ashamed. I mean, we make mistakes. Yeah, I I stayed with an alcoholic for a long time. And I've had people stay with me when I was a drug addict. You know, I mean, we make mistakes along the way. My hope is that we learn from each other's mistakes, but we can't learn from them unless we share them authentically. So that's what we're here to do. And I do appreciate your honesty and you opening up about this. So let's go back to um what you were talking about and so how how did this transgress talk us through the rest of this relationship
1: oh my goodness so anyway so he just kept flirting and flirting and flirting then what happened was i found out through um it was so embarrassing so all of this stuff that i was hiding it ended up Mm -hmm. coming out and smacked me in my face in the open can you believe this anyway It smacked me anyway. It whipped me around.
0: And was like, yeah. And just <laughs> whipped no, your ass, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just spanked you. <laughs>
1: A child all in the public and in the streets.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's embarrassing. And is- so we have pride, right? It's embarrassing to us.
1: It's very embarrassing. So it came out all in the streets, honey. So he he ended up, um, he ended up cheating with somebody that a mutual friend of mine knew. So she ended up, you know, telling him that he better tell me or she gonna tell me. So he ended up telling me, you know, that he possibly could have another woman pregnant. And yeah. so then I ended up, then they said the girl on Facebook messaging me. So she's on Facebook messaging me, giving me backhanded comp- uh compliments, coming at my cool feet, you know, ready to have me. And that's another thing. In these toxic relationships, you could be ready to go to jail.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, ready to have me pull up to her, to so where she at, doing things that I don't need to be doing. So I right. always tell people, you know, get out of these toxic relationships before you go to jail.
0: Don't so go to their
1: was, level. Oh my goodness, it's so hard when you're in the moment and you claim you in love with somebody and you're embarrassed in the street. Yeah. So, anyway, none of that happened. Um, I just left her where she was at her level, like you said. Him, I he was just, I don't know what happened to this mysterious baby. I don't. Know. There was no baby, Misty. And then I still ended up saying I want to be with him because we had all these plans for the future. I'm like, I don't care. I'm the I'm the main chick, and I'm thinking after something like that. He would have stopped. You know, like he learned his lesson. Still didn't learn his lesson. Still kept flirting and. Doing
0: all Did the you, things I have to stop you because I I got to make sure I heard you right. Did you just say you told him you were pregnant, but you weren't? Did you just say that? No, that wasn't me. That was the
1: side check. I mean, the other oh, woman.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah. She no, was so, okay. Got you. Got you. She said
1: that.
0: Yeah. And so she wasn't was- pregnant.
1: Well, yeah, I, no baby came anywhere. She ended up telling him she wasn't. I don't know. So I was like, all right, never. Let's move on. Mm-hmm.
0: I never understood how if you're if you're a woman that's dating a married man that's in an active relation, you know, actively an active marriage.
1: Hello, I've been working with Ms. Self Love with a detox from your ex program, and when when I first started, I was feeling quite sad and upset and distraught over the loss of my ex. And um, I had been in the friend zone and um, with my ex and was looking for answers and to get help to get over my breakup. And I, I now with working with Ms. Self-Love, I am feeling quite happy and I'm feeling quite um, like I'm going somewhere and I'm not thinking about my ex as much. And I'm doing a lot of stuff with my music and... And uh, yeah, just go, getting out there and working out. And I would just highly recommend this self love. She's really straight to the point. And uh, yeah, and she's really fun. And she knows what she's talking about with breakups. So yeah, so I, I just highly recommend her. Detox you with your ex program.
0: he's in an active marriage in other words he's living two lives right um and he's cheating with you why would we ever want that man because like like why if if this man's in a relationship with you and cheating with her then why does she want him doesn't she realize he's gonna cheat with her too
1: well, this was this. I mean, she some woman. This was this particular woman, which is someone that wanted te- attention. I guess she was just happy she was getting attention. That particular woman.
0: Yeah, that's right, Phyllis. I agree with you. It is gross. Oh, Phyllis, I can talk. laugh
1: now. Oh, I'd be laughing. All day. Do you know Phyllis? I don't care
0: about it, Phyllis.
1: Thank you. It
0: was oh, no, yeah. but I just related
1: to her comment. I'd be laughing all day about
0: it. Now. Oh yeah, you have to right because that's what keeps. Mm-hmm is to go back and be like, whatever, you know. Okay, so Mm -hmm. we're at that point of the show. It went by so fast. Oh my gosh. We're already there where I need to ask you to really tap into your emotions and really become transparent with the audience and dare to share something that either you've never shared before, maybe it was your rock bottom, or maybe it's just a pivotal moment that you know changed your life. If you would be so kind and share that with us now so that you can teach us how you went up from that point.
1: Well, my rock bottom was, you know, after that really, when I hired a breakup coach, um, he ended up dumping me. I was at my rock bottom and then I got dumped. And then I he ended up trying to put me in the friend zone. Still it was like, oh, let's be friends. And I wasn't comfortable with that. So I was literally at my rock bottom, just like literally, um in the dark in my in my room wondering what to do so i went on google and i hired a breakup coach which is something that i never knew that i would do so that was my rock bottom honestly you hire a breakup coach you're pretty much you know all out of tricks so
0: so what are some Uh, things you did um miss self-love that helped you out of this this dark time tell us walk us through some steps give us some some tips some pointers
1: no i um i literally hired a breakup coach that was number one that helped me out a lot and i stuffed, my um i read books um to the podcast i literally like soaked myself in self-love into personal development and i also um i had to detox from my ex i went no contact with my breakup coach i had to detox because this is a drug misty let's talk about drugs this is a drug so detoxing from your ex, you're going through withdrawals. This is a drug. No, seriously, you're on drugs after a breakup. Your brain is... Serotonin. Um, scientifically, yeah, and heroin. You're on heroin. I've mm-hmm. studied all of this, obviously. So now you're on... Yes, breakup coach, yes. So now you're um self love Yes. I'm so yes, we have to go. So yes, your brain is on drugs. So now you're going through withdrawals. You want to contact your ex, you can't. So this is, a, this is a serious detox. You're literally, I, I was on drugs, and I had to withdraw myself from this drug that was no good for me, this addiction. And I, I needed help, and I needed to focus on myself, and I needed someone to help me focus on myself. So this is how I ended up actually becoming a breakup coach, helping out people with this addiction, with the drug, and helping them remember who, who they are. You understand? So... That was my weakest point, detoxing from a drug that wasn't even in the physical form. It wasn't in the mind, You
0: understand. Some of us, you know, go through our whole life and go through something traumatic and don't even realize that we've never even discovered who we really were. We just have lived along this life where we thought we were living in our purpose all this time, you know, and then something traumatic in our life happens and it disrupts that. And then we we really discover, like you said, through self-awareness and self-love, we were able to really dig down deep and find out who we've been, who we were supposed to be all this time. And um, I think it's important this the whole self-love, like I started out the show saying it or I think I said it on a, a, a video leading up to the show. I just, I used to be that person when I was getting ready for a date, you know, I'd be wanting everything just right. I hope he likes curly hair. I hope these jeans are good. I hope he likes me. Um, You know, I hope I'm smart enough. And then I had to just like say bullshit. I had to call bullshit and I got so tired of constantly thinking I had to measure up. And I flipped that around and I started telling myself as I'm getting ready for my date, hmm. I sure hope I like this guy. I hope he's a gentleman. I hope he opens the door for me. I hope he's got a good sense of humor. You know, I turned it around and started putting myself at a higher standard and and making them equate to me instead of me having to measure up to them. And it changed my perspective on a lot of things. So I think it's real important that we all identify with that um, self-awareness and self-love and put ourselves up on a pedestal and make you know, not just take any old thing that's laying around, right? you got you got to have some standards.
1: Amen. Standards and boundaries. Yes, Lori. Yes, Lacrosse.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I have a, another quick thing. I, I don't want to take up all the time, but I do have something that I want to interject here that is relevant to what we're talking about. Um, in my book, I talk about um, how, how you put your, think of yourself as a fish in the ocean. I know that in my worst of worst times, when I was out there smoking crack, running the streets, looking a hot hell of mess, um, I was associating with other hot hell of mess people that were no good, low morals, low values. So that was the only people I was in contact. It's kind of like being a catfish at the bottom, you know, at the bottom, a bottom feeder, if you will. All we're ever going to be around are other bottom feeders, because that's the level we're at. It's dark, it's murky. What do What do bottom feeders eat? They eat other people's crap, other people, you know, other fish's shit that's come down. Right, they're bottom feeders. But as as I started healing myself and getting therapy and using writing and doing self discovery, I realized I leveled myself up a little bit in that big ocean. And at this level, there were prettier fish. Um, still didn't have very much sunlight. It was still kind of dark, but the fish that I was running around and running into were better as I kept healing and healing. I rose to the top and up at the top of the ocean, the sunlight comes in, you get all the fresh food, you run into other healthy, beautiful fish. So you've got to think about where you are and what you want in a relationship and, and, Put yourself in the ocean of men or women where you want to be because that's where you're going to meet someone of caliber. Do you agree with that?
1: Yes, I said that on my podcast. Yes, I remember that. And it's definitely a great metaphor and a great analogy. I definitely agree with that. When you settle, you suffer. So definitely no more settling.
0: When you settle, you suffer. I like that. That's great. That's right. And that's true. I mean, if, if we have such a low opinion of ourselves then we're going to attract other people with low opinions of themselves too. I believe that. What?
1: Yes, yes, definitely. No more
0: settling. Oh, I didn't know what you did. (laughs) You were like, ah. Okay, so let's talk about some of your um, – give us some tips. If someone's out there, let's just start in the relationship. If someone's in a relationship right now and it's either abusive or it's not healthy – um, and they know in the back of their minds they don't need to be in that relationship. What's your number one first tip of advice to that person?
1: Honestly, they have to listen to my podcast, seriously. And I'm not just saying that just because of my podcast, I'm saying that because now they need someone to talk them through it. You know, it's literally over hundred episodes on there, you know, and they have to start with that. They have to get their mind right. They have to get somebody to get them pumped up, you know, so they can actually make that move to get out of that relationship. So
0: So it's about building confidence. They
1: got, yeah, they got to build that confidence to really even, you know, because we didn't have these things. I didn't have a podcast I could listen to, you know, I didn't have all of this stuff back in the day. So now you can find resources. I couldn't go on Google and get a breakup coach. So, you know, back in the day during breakup, it was all those 90s R&B songs talking about, you know, I want you back and I miss you, you know? so thank you lord so you know now just go listen to the podcast and you start there you know that's like the first level then you sign up for the Fox from your program then you go into you know remembering who you are and you're free so those
0: that's are the what what about people that are in a relationship that isn't necessarily abusive or bad but maybe they're just kind of biding their time they're happy but they're not head over heels in love but they feel like that other person's good for me so i'll just stick around what what do you think's going on there with that person is that um is that a um is that also a confidence self-love kind of thing or is that just what is that Well,
1: that sounds like you're talking about somebody not having sex. I'm not playing this joke.
0: Um, But that um, I didn't say that. Listen, sex could be great. I don't know. I'm just saying if, if you're in a relationship and you're just kind of like getting along, but you're not just in love with them or her, and there's no big reason to break up because you're not necessarily unhappy, but you feel in your heart that that's just not the right. You know something bigger and better is out there. What do you do in that circumstance? You just hang with that person?
1: Well, I, I like to work relationships out. It is not toxic. So I would say, uh, see if your partner's on board with getting a relationship coach. I have a great relationship coach that I can refer people to. So I mean, I don't like just breaking up if there's no toxicity, if you're just bored. I mean, I like communication and getting a relationship coach, you know, and, you know, finding different things you can do to work out. I don't like just breaking up just because you're bored. So that's my opinion on it.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you this question. Do you believe in, do you believe that if two people come together and they're dating, that they're going to know within the first six months or a year, if they're in love with that person, or do you, are you the mindset that feels like love has to grow on you?
1: No, that is true. No, I do believe that that they would know in the first six months. You're right about that. So if it's past six months, then it's like, what are we doing? You're
0: right. I, I, I believe, believe that too. I months. feel like if you if you don't know you're in love with someone, it's a waste of time. I mean, I feel like it's a waste of time. If if you have to grow in love that's with true. me, then that you're not the one. You know, that's kind of how I look at that. Anybody in the audience? Tell me what you. You're think right. About no, you're that.
1: right. It is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm curious what the audience, what their take on that is too. If they believe that you grow in love, or if it's something you just, you know, you're in love with someone pretty much in the beginning of the relationship. And if, and if you don't know that you're in love, do you stick around to see if, if they're going to grow in love with you? I mean, I don't know. That's tough. That's a hard one. That
1: is, that is a hard one. That's a hard one. I haven't uh, been there personally. so.
0: <laughs> Lori says, you know for sure. I feel like you do too, but I, I've run across some men out there, Lori, that, um, you know, they, they love really deep and really hard and they just don't fall that fast. It takes time for some people. And I just don't know how, I don't really feel so great about that to me. <laughs> I don't know. Also, okay. So let me ask you another question: Is um, well, Jan is just on a roll here. Passion diving the ocean. Oh, they got it right there. Oh, Lori said they
1: got a right. There. Purpose partner list. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, purpose. Purpose partner, partner
0: list. Yeah. Okay, so if um, let's talk about um, being alone after a breakup. I know a lot of people don't want to break up with someone, even if they know it's not a healthy relationship, because they just don't want to be alone. Or let's talk about the elderly that have been together for years and years and years and don't know how to be alone, don't know how to separate their finances, don't know how to live without that other person, even if they're in a toxic relationship. What what would, would your advice be for people like that?
1: Yeah, they have to. I mean, once again, I have to go back to the coach then because the coach is going to show you how to be alone, how to write out your bucket list how to get your finances done. This is what I help all my clients out, with. I get all my clients' clients' finances sorted out, writing out their bucket list, and just, you know, literally taking their time, their 30 days to detox. Because once you detox that person out your body, you know, no matter how long you've been with them, you'll be fine with being alone. And that alone is just a state of mind. It's not, you're not really alone. You know, it's so much, um, you know, I love social media, and it's not always talk about it. You can just go on social media and, Find groups and things and people to interact with with um, the um, whatever you're interested in. You know, I didn't like I said I, I didn't have this back in the day. I couldn't just call on the phone. We couldn't right. do that before, Misty. <laughs> so just yeah. get on your phone and find yourself a group. You know, and a podcast, and you can just start from there. Like I mean, the internet is amazing. Just get on
0: yeah. it. Find people. <laughs> well, I just try to you know I'm just trying to think about things that the audience might be you know. Going, you know, and again, you guys ask questions, please put yes, your questions please. out there please. for us because uh, Miss Self Love that's what she does, so get her some good questions, some good juicy, dicey ones, too. <laughs> I just also, know, you can,
1: mm-hmm. Go ahead, and you can also start. I always tell them to write out a grateful list because you know, yeah, we don't have a partner anymore, but if you look around and think about all the things you'll be grateful for. You know, that can also help you as well. We really, we really take a lot of stuff we have for granted, seriously, like the bed, the lights. You know, like you said, there's people right now with their lights and stuff cut off and they can't flush their toilet. And you don't know, you don't take that for granted until it's gone. So.
0: Until it's gone, absolutely. Well, um, you know, my boyfriend and, and, Phyllis, you know, this is so true. <laughs> My boyfriend lives three hours from me and he and I don't get to see each other that often. We see each other. We try to see each other most weekends. We go camp and we do the things we can when we can, but it's really, really hard to have that that long distance relationship. But I tell you what's good about it is the time that you have apart, it forces you to really think about the things that make you happy instead of dependent on a, a partner to make you happy. You mm-hmm. know, I heard how many before. times do you, do you sit at home as, and, and you only watch on TV what he or she wants to watch and never really give it much thought about what do you really like to watch? Are mm-hmm. you just pleasing this person by watching this type of movie? Or is this what mm-hmm. you really want? So it's really helped me kind of go through this self-discovery journey all over again at 53 because what i like at 53 is much different than it was at 30. you know um i used to watch a lot of history documentaries with my ex-husband i hate them i freaking hate them i don't like anything about them you know and so i you know when i discovered when i'm alone
1: hey everyone we are on a quick break it's me miss self-love again And my clients have been glowing up from the Detox From Your Ex program. It is the full transition that you need, the full program that you need working with me one-on-one to get back to self-love and become a brand new person after this whack-ass breakup. Email me at Ms.SelfLove, M-Z-S-E-L-F-L-U-V at gmail.com to get your 15-minute clarity call. All right, guys? Email me, mz.selflove, M-Z-S-E-L-F-L-U-V at gmail.com right now so you can get past this breakup as soon as possible and remember who the fuck you are.
0: Now, on to the episode. What I like. I discover what I like to eat, what I like to cook, Um, going for walks when maybe a partner would um, discourage us because they would want to do something different or exercise, whatever it is. I think that having time, especially after a breakup, having time alone is very important before you jump into something else because you have to discover who you are. I feel like we need to go through that grieving process. We need to have that closure and then we need to gather up all those tidbits of information that we've learned from our mistakes in that relationship right and use that as like armor going forward do you agree with that
1: yes and i want to add on to that it's very important so you need to take 90 days to a year to yourself after a breakup and How if long? you don't 90 days to one year really one okay. year but 90 days is the minimum right So if you end up in a relationship before the 90 days, you're in a rebound relationship. A rebound relationship means you'll end up going through two breakups back to back. And I have a lot of clients that they were in a marriage for like 10 years and they were fine. They were not thinking, they didn't come to me for the marriage. They came to me because they went to a rebound relationship right after the marriage. Then it ended literally in like three months. And so they needed my help. So rebound relationships are no, no, you do need time to yourself. You will be experiencing two breakups back to back. that's a huge warning.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. Anybody out there experiencing of That I know I've, I've had my, I've, I've had, had my relationship. Yeah. yeah I've, heard, I've had my turn on the rebound freeway before.
1: And <laughs> yeah. And you're right. It didn't,
0: it didn't end well. It didn't end well. And it, it also didn't not. allow me, didn't allow me to discover who I was either. So mm-hmm. um, anybody out there, I want you to comment on that. And there's, I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of people that are on the show because I'm seeing other people say hi to them. But for some reason, I can't see them. So I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe they are on a watch party or something instead of the live feed that could be happening. But anyway, thank you all for being here regardless. Um, Okay, so let's talk about uh, some things that you have to offer. You you said you're a breakup coach. How do people get in touch with you if they want to hire you as a breakup coach and kind of walk us through what, what service that that is to them what you would provide to them
1: yes so definitely a break. well yes break up our breakup strategist i literally break down everything like literally into i dissect your breakup to make sure that you're in a healthy state of mind so the, the first thing we do is it's a 30-day program the first two weeks, you'll be over the breakup because I'm gonna clear your mind of all the junk and all the feelings and detox you as much as possible. And then the rest of the program, I will be getting you back to yourself, the self-love for the soul assignments. Right now, I have the digital detox from your ex program. You can go get that on my Instagram. There's that self-love. Click, click the link. Digital detox from your ex program. You can also get it from my website. That's a breakup to and you can go to shop and click on the link. Digital detox next program. It'll have you remembering who the fuck you are. Detoxing from that ex. It has you um, stopping the social media stalking and any parents out there, like I said, helps you with parallel parenting and detoxing from your ex while still parallel parenting. So it's amazing. I hope so many people get over this. Thank you for that picture. So yeah, absolutely, I would love it. That's the beginning of I the love visual this. detox. That's the beginning of the program, the visual detox me program, and it's a whole training of detailed information and guidelines. It's really detailed, and it's just a whole situation. <laughs> but it's really whole thing, cool.
0: huh? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Your whole life is about to change, and you are about to remember who the fuck you are. That's yeah. right. Or, or to <laughs> discover it for the first time, even because sometimes, like I, I said, I, we don't even know. You know, and then tell us about this, uh, Miss Self-Love.
1: That is tonight with Miss Vanessa. She's in Lori Crosby. She's in the audience. So you can come on Clubhouse. I miss that self-love on Clubhouse. And every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, I do a room. Tonight's room is going to be why it is a bad idea to stay in communication with your ex. Why it will hurt you if you stay in communication with your ex after the breakup? Because you don't want to get stuck in the friend zone, which is a whole another lesson.
0: So yes, that's going to be tonight. So join me. And you said Miss Manifest is an audience? Lori
1: Crosby, yeah. She was talking. Oh, that's Lori. Hi, Lori.
0: <laughs> Welcome. Nice to have you here, Lori. We'll have to get her on the show too if she's daring to share. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well, thank you for sharing all that with us. Um, it is, you know, it's tough when you've got um. Let me stop that real quick. That was driving me crazy. Um, It's tough when you've got um, a lot of influence. Let's talk about that from around your family. Let's just say you've been with someone for several years and, and your brother's best friends with the guy or your, your mama just adores him, but he's just not doing it for you. You know, how it's, how do you get through that? Like, cause it's hard because it's a breakup with the family too, and you've created—you know—the family's created bonds with these people, and it, it. These are now. I'm talking strictly about non-toxic people that you know aren't abusing you or something like that. You know, it just wasn't working out. What What would your advice be around that? You said it's not. It's not a good idea to be in communication with your ex, but what if your family wants to be?
1: No. It's, well, for no. you. You can't control nobody but yourself so this is what i tell my client I help my clients with this you cannot i can't control anybody but my client and themselves thank you lori so you i tell my clients they cannot be in contact with their ex's family or friends while they're in the program they have to detox this is not about everybody else this is about you this is you putting yourself first everybody else's feelings don't matter right now it, it don't matter it don't exist it's only about you and your feelings so leave, I always, I tell them to leave the family, your ex's family and friends alone. I, how they feel. I don't care. We never put ourselves first. This is the time. So all that is, I can't control nobody but what my client is and they cannot stay in touch with their friends, their ex's family during the program.
0: Now, so, the other people. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Now, the other people on the other side, what everybody else is doing, I don't know. I can't control. You just have to ignore that. But you're not going to stay in contact with your ex's pregnant family. You're
0: not. Not during the program. So, even if, you know, you had an amical breakup with a guy, you know, it was a, it, you know, you just both kind of mutually decided it wasn't working, and you had become really good friends with his sister, you're saying it's not a good idea to stay to stay friends with the sister after the breakup? I mean, it's only for 30 days.
1: You want to you wanna detox yourself, right? So, you're not going to talk to them for 30 days. But you want to move on with your life, because Whatever you do is what you attract to the next partner. So, do you want your new partner being friends with his ex's family and friends? You don't need to bring all that back. Like, some people are only in your life for a season. We got to learn how to let people go so we could grow. Like, I'm just like, cut everybody off. I'm, I know I'm crazy, Missy, but we got to like. You're not. We-
0: <laughs> you're not. You're not. I liked it. Or if you are, you're in my crazy bubble because I'm relating a lot to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so i like what you said let people grow so you let people go so you can grow i really like that be a great t-shirt yeah coming out yeah my birthday april 7th every season Woo-hoo.
1: okay <laughs>
0: you know april 7th is my oldest daughter's birthday as well
1: oh i believe you told me that oh my goodness she's amazing
0: yes. yeah yeah i think we did talk about that at lauren's house that time <laughs> Let people go so we can grow. Thank you, Jana, for, for writing that down for us. I appreciate it. All righty. Well, it is just about time to let you go. Um, anything else you would like to share with our audience or any uh, any um, social media, you know, tell them how to get in touch with you or anything like that? Go ahead and, and let it all rip.
1: Yeah, so definitely thank you so much, Misty. So my Instagram is miss That self-love mz. And my podcast, you can all platforms, you can go all podcasting platforms, you can go listen to the podcast. A breakup is a wake up, and then clubhouse. You want clubhouse, miss That self-love, mz. You know, L-U-V. I'm doing the room tonight. It's right there on the screen my name. I'm doing the room tonight. And yeah and guys just you know um a breakup is not the end of the world you know putting yourself first is key you have to put yourself first sometimes and after a breakup it's the time to do it you gotta stop worrying about everybody else's feelings and none of this matters like nobody else matters but you as long as you're happy the world around you is going to be happy so you know
0: that's good and i have to ask you are you in a relationship now Right now, I'm in the dating process. So now,
1: Misty, child, Misty, I got a dating coach. So now I went from <laughs> a breakup. To... <laughs> Misty, I'm gonna be getting me a matchmaker. Every Misty, I'm
0: just <laughs> I wanna be a, I wanna be a matchmaker. That would be so much I'm, fun. I'm to me a
1: matchmaker soon. So now I'm in the dating process. I'm in these dating streets and all of that. I get dating tips, you know, because it's a, you know, you need to know how to like red flags, suck people, block people. So that's what's going on with
0: me the other All that ghosting and all that gaslighting. Uh-huh. You know, we played a game at my friend's house um, this past weekend. And, and one of the questions was, and you had to guess yes or no, for the, you know, about the person. It, it said something about, um, would you rather be a matchmaker or like, do you want to find your own mate or be the person that matches people up? And I'm totally like, I'm all about, let me match people up. I think that's, that would be fun.
1: But uh, I'm right think, here.
0: Yeah. And I never <laughs> the other side of it is the person that was playing with these, like, no way. I don't, I don't want to be responsible for if it goes wrong or bad. And see, I don't think of that part of it because I've trained mm-hmm. my brain to stay positive. only look at the positive, positive, positive that I didn't see the negative side of it, but uh that would be great to be. <laughs> fun thing to do yeah hey, i have to find you somebody match you up girl i'll match you up i know yeah, what. I think so much i know you know so <laughs> okay. yeah and where you're in pennsylvania
1: i'm in new york new york City. you're in
0: new york i'm sorry yeah. i should have had that down it's better fine. That's fine.
1: it's okay it's frozen <laughs>
0: hey helene wilson hey honey thank you for joining the shows lovely to see you here all right well Miss self-love, it's time to go. So your your podcast is daily, correct? Every day? Yes. They okay.
1: Can just
0: go listen. Go listen to a wake up, a breakup is a wake up podcast. A breakup is a wake up podcast. Um, she's got tons of episodes on there, including mine. You can go back and replay and listen and get tons <laughs> of tips and, and valuable, valuable knowledge. So um reach out to her, like she said, on all her different platforms and Thank you so much, Miss Self-Love, for being here tonight. We've enjoyed it. Thank you it. so much for having me and I appreciate you. Thank you, everyone. Have a nice day. All right. Evening. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. So that was her, Miss Self-Love, herself in the house. So um, thank you all for being here. Thank you for all your comments. Um, if you have any questions, you can shoot them to me or shoot them to her or just drop them in the comments, and, and hopefully she'll come back and, and uh, address them for you. Um, Check out her podcast. Um, I'm going to be, and and, you know, she talked to me a year ago about starting a podcast on Anchor and I didn't do it. Uh, I was waiting on my TV show, my talk show, and then I should have taken her advice way back when I started my show and done Anchor at the same time. So I would have a podcast going at the same time. Now I'm going to have to hire someone and pay them to strip all the audio from all of my episodes and go back and download them so that everybody can be up to date with their to share a podcast. So um, if you're interested in starting a podcast, she's got a lot of experience. Um, hopefully uh, she didn't give me permission, but I, I, I know her well enough to think if you reached out to her, she'd probably steer you in the right direction and give you some tips on that as well. All right, you guys, it's been another wonderful episode of Dare to Share with Missy Lane. Thank you for being here with me each and every episode. I appreciate all my loyal fans and listeners, and I hope you're grabbing all the value that you can from each one of these guests because they're all truly amazing. And we will be back here, um, what is today, Thursday, next Tuesday night. um, I'll see you there live. Love you guys. Bye.
1: Hey guys, we're on a quick break. It's me, Miss Self-Love again. Stop what you're doing right now, press pause, and go get your self-love workbook. It includes 25 assignments, plus three bonus videos on me guiding you through some of the assignments. Go to www.abreakupisawakeup.com and get your self-love workbook with prompted assignments. Your self-love digital workbook. Go get it now so you can have access to it immediately so you can start working on your self-love strategy, your solution, start to get the thoughts out of your head onto paper. Get the thoughts out of your head and get it onto paper with prompted assignments made by me so you can start clearing some of that junk out of your head. Get it out of your head, guys, all right? Go to www.breakupisawakeup.com right now and get that self-love workbook. Now, back on to the episode, guys. Hey, beautiful people. It's me, Miss Self-Love. And I'm excited because I have a special offer that is being extended until September 5th. For the VIP day special with me. It's been helping so many people. So I extended it to September 5th for the VIP day special with me. So you can remember who the fuck you are. Alright guys. So just email me at That M-Z-S-E-L-F-L-U-V at gmail.com. And email VIP day. And, yeah, I'm excited to do this day with you guys, all right? So definitely email me about the VIP day special. It ends September 5th at That M-Z-S-E-L-F-L-U-V, at gmail.com, all right? And text me, 347-572-7350, text selflove, so you can be in my text community. I love you guys, and have a great day.